Hello guys, Dr. Pinesett here again answering one of your questions. Thank you so much for submitting your question. Stuart's question today and it's all about high yield learning. How many of you guys ask yourselves, man, I gotta learn what's high yield, but you don't know how to get at it. Guys, I get the question all the time, and I thank Stuart for leaving me a voicemail and answering this question. So we are gonna hit the intro and get right into it, guys. This is a high level lecture, so make sure you guys got your pencil, got your paper, you're ready to go to take notes on how you can identify what's high yield for your classes so you can get the grades, guys. Hit the intro, let's get right to it. guys, like I said, I'm Dr. Roger Pintet, I'm the study doc, and this is part of my Ask Dr. Pintet segment. If you are a student or a pre-health student and you are looking to get better grades, you're looking to get into graduate school, medical school, I want you to get to my website, click on the link that says Ask Dr. Pintet, I actually put a link straight to it uh, in the description below in this video, where you can leave me a voicemail message and I will get back to you in excruciating detail like I'm doing today for Stuart, and his question is all about how you're learning. So let's hear Stuart's question and let's answer it, guys, let's get better today. Hi, Dr. Pintet, my name is Stuart, Stuart Wen. I'm currently in Pennsylvania. Uh, a struggle I have is finding high yield content from my textbooks. Even with the chapter guideline, uh, so the chapter outline, I find myself wasting time on a lot of nitty-gritty details that sometimes don't show up on tests, and that's why I'm still spending a lot of time studying, but at times still underperforming. I get bogged down in the details without a structure. Um, but also, I just have a hard time looking at what's testable and what's not. All right, thank you so much for your voicemail, Stuart. It's a great question. Like I said, I get it all the time. How do we get at what's high yield? And I love what Stuart says because it highlights a problem that many of you guys have. If you relate to this problem, comment in the box, let Stuart know he's not alone. Thank him for asking your question out loud. But he says, hey, I can't identify what's testable. I spend a lot of time studying, but I'm not getting the outcome. I'm underperforming. How many of you guys feel like that? You're spending so much time studying, but you aren't getting that outcome. We've got to get away from that, guys. We've got to separate from that. If you guys know me, right, I have my five pillars of studying less and getting better grades. And one of the core things that we have to do if we are truly going to study less and get better grades is that we have to change our mentality, change our perspective, change how we look at things. And so often, many things we're going to change, they always start with our mindset. So what I want to start this lecture with is talking about that mindset aspect. And this is going to be part one of a multi-part lecture series because this is such an important high yield, pun intended, topic. But I want to talk to you guys first and foremost, right? we're going to go through this in stages. The very first thing you have to do if you want to be able to identify high yield topics is you have to become a high yield student. And so the first part of that guys is we have to shift our focus from being a do more, learn everything student to be a do less, learn what's important, learn what's high yield student. And I know what you're saying, like Dr. I'm always trying to learn what's high yield. We say that, but then we fall into the trap of trying to learn everything. And if you don't believe me, here's how it happens. You guys ready? You sign up for your classes, right? Oh, you're on there. Oh my gosh, we're at my professor. You're checking all this stuff. And you sign up for your class load. You quickly look it down. You say, okay, how's it gonna look on my week? and oh my gosh, I got lecture this time, whatever. And you look at it and then what starts to happen? What starts to set in? You start to immediately shift to, oh snap, I got these four classes. I heard these classes is hard. I have all this stuff going on in the classroom. I have these extra to work on. And you start to immediately worry about how much stuff you're going to have to learn. Oh my gosh, I learned all this for this class. I learned all this for this class, right? We start to stress about that. 
right? Then we get the syllabus for the class, we get the textbooks, multiple textbooks, lab workbooks, so forth, and then that stress becomes overwhelming because now we see right in front of us how much work we have to do, how much we have to learn, and all we can think about, oh my gosh, I learn this, I learn this, I learn this, I gotta learn everything, oh my gosh. And we think to ourselves, I either have to learn everything or it's nothing. I'm not good enough if I don't learn everything. How many of you guys have experienced that? And the problem with this, guys, and the web that we weave, right, the trap of this is that if we see our classes as something we have to learn everything for, it becomes a trap because then that is our objective. I have to learn everything. And if we don't learn everything, that means we're a failure. It's a zero-sum game. And the problem with that is that when we say I have to learn everything, if that's the problem, the question we ask ourselves is, how do I learn everything? Have you guys asked that question? Put it in the box right now, guys. Let me know that I'm hitting on the topic the way you're thinking about it. Let me know that I'm in your headspace. I understand what you're going through because I've been there. I know what that is, right? I've worked with enough students. You're telling yourself, wait, how do I learn everything? And then when, once you ask that question, you immediately, your face goes pale, you slump because it becomes hopeless because you recognize that that is an unachievable goal. You recognize that's hopeless. There's no way I can learn all of this. There's no way I can learn everything. It's a hopeless, unachievable goal. And what we have to recognize, guys, is that unachievable goals leave us hopeless. And without hope, there is no purpose in doing something. And therefore, we don't do it. And therefore, we do what? We procrastinate. So for all of you guys who procrastinate incessantly, recognize it's because your goals don't match up with your perceived abilities. And so you don't have that belief that in yourself, right? We talked about so metacognition, right? Understanding what our abilities are and perceiving what we can do. You don't have that self-proficiency. You don't have that esteem to say, oh, I can handle all this. And so it leads to disaster. So we can't go down that road. Does that make sense everybody? Once we become hopeless, here's where it really kicks off and gets bad. We feel hopeless and we equate hopelessness with inability to achieve our goals. Therefore, our goals mean so much to us, we feel worthless. And when we feel worthless, we feel less than, our self-esteem takes a hit, but then we're stressed out. We're doubting ourselves. We're in a negative headspace. Since we have something that's hopeless, there's no plan that's gonna get us there, we fail to plan, right? And without, right, failing to plan is planning to fail. We don't put a plan together and we just put our head down and we go into that head down grind mode. It's a switch we flip. Oh man, there's no plan that's gonna help me get this done. So I'm just gonna put my head down, I'm gonna grind it out. I'm gonna grind it out, right? And that's a brute force approach. How many of you guys are on that grind, that constant, I'm just gonna, uh, gonna get through, I'm gonna read everything. Uh. How bad does it feel? It feels terrible, but also how ineffective is it? You find yourself, like Stuart was talking about, putting in long hours and not getting the results. Wait a minute, I studied all day, I studied all week, I put everything I had into this, why didn't I get the grade? You didn't get the grade because you were focused on learning everything. You were overwhelmed by it, so then became hopeless, therefore you didn't devise strategy and high yield strategies to get at it, and instead of grinding the material down, you ground yourself down. Now you're burnt out and you haven't learned anything because you were trying to learn everything. Yes, yes. If you understand what I'm saying right now, like this video, guys. If this is your first time joining me. I'm Dr. Andre Pinesett. Subscribe to this channel, guys. This is one single take. We're filming this straight through. I might flub. I might drink some of this water right now, right? Because we are live action. It's okay. The important thing is that we are learning, that you are getting better because I'm here to coach you guys. So do we understand the problem with that and how we lead to a brute force approach is gonna weigh us down. Instead, we're gonna spend an inordinate amount of time studying and get very little productivity from that studying. Instead, what I want you guys to do, I want you guys to shift. And before I actually even shift, I bring this up, guys. I work with students at all levels, elementary school, middle school, high school, college, medical school. I specialize right in students who are in higher education, high school transition to college, college into medical school. And one of those big things why students 
students find me is they have that fear of that new transition in front of them. How many of you guys transition to college and it's like, ooh, this is difficult. How many of you guys transition to graduate school or health professional school or medical school and you realize, ooh, this is difficult. A big part of those transitions being difficult is that we reach that phase where before we could brute force something, but now the complexity or the amount of material we have to learn exceeds our brute force strength. So, you, oh yeah, I can lift these bags, no problem. But then what if the bags double in size? Can I still lift them? Or do I have to get smarter about my approach? Do I have to elicit help? What do I have to, what do I have to do to get better? And so this is what happens at transitions. And one of the things that makes medical school so frustrating, when people talk about how stressful medical school is, I love medical school. But one of the reasons that it's so stressful for everyone else is because they get to medical school and it's the first time in their career where they aren't able. For some of you guys, you've already hit this and that's okay. Cause we all hit it at some point in our careers. But for medical students in particular, they get into medical school and for their whole career, they've been able to brute force. What they've done just works for them, right? Even though they're studying all day, it works for them and they get the grades. Then they get to medical school and it's the first real time that they aren't able to learn everything. And so they sit and they stew in insecurity for the first time ever because they've never before not been able to learn everything. They've been able to just get through before, but now they can't. And so they struggle with that, oh my gosh, what is this? It's a juxtaposition of I used to learn everything and now I'm trying to learn everything, but I can't learn everything and they can't come to grips with it. They can't come to grips with it. They transition into MS2 and they've had now a year of experience where they can finally come to grips with the fact that, oh, it turns out I can't learn everything. That's not the right way to go. I need to be high yield. So they start getting more high yield with their resources, with their approach, their time, everything they start doing to do. So I want you guys to figure this out early in your career. Even if you're getting through, even if you're getting through, there's going to come a point where you recognize that your brute force is not gonna work. We gotta be smarter than that. So we're gonna shift ourselves and we are going to put ourselves in a position where we don't struggle at the transition, we're prepared for it ahead of time. So we must recognize that if we wanna shift from this brute force, I'm gonna learn everything, to an approach, and this is the approach you wanna to get to, so write this down. We want to have a hopeful, we want to have a positive, we want to have an efficient, high yield approach to studying. Meaning we are trying to attack everything in the most positive, most productive, most efficient, most effective way that we can study as little as possible and get as good grades as possible. And this is a mindset shift that I need you guys to see and recognize it starts up here with changing what our goal is, changing how we're trying to solve a problem that we're generating, a problematic problem, and then our approach to that, we have to see it differently. The beauty is in the eye of the beholder, we have to change how we're viewing things. And in this case, we must recognize that, hey, trying to learn everything is a futile goal, is a non-functional goal, is a goal that's gonna set me up for failure, maybe not today, but down this road. So I'm putting myself in a position to be lifetime successful. I wanna never have the doubt in my brain. So we have to change that thinking. So the way we do this is we we separate ourselves, we say, listen, that's unrealistic, I can't do that. So now what I need to do is focus on what's the real problem that I can actually solve, which is, and this is the question, so write this down, how can I learn what is gonna be on the test and what is useful to me in my future career aspirations? Meaning, the stuff I'm learning in this class, what of this will be on the MCAT? The stuff I'm learning in this class, what of this will be useful to me in nursing school? The stuff on this test, what will be useful for me in PT school and so forth? Those are the topics that we want to learn and we want to learn well and focused. That's what's high yield. So the definition of a high yield topic or concept or fact is that we will need it on test day. So it will be tested. The second part of that is that it will be useful for us in our future career, whether it's a standardized test, an interest exam, or in our actual practice or going ons in our future education. So it's a building block for future classes that we take. We take chemistry, future building block is OCHEM. Does that make sense right? Chemistry is a building block to OCHEM. We took algebra as a building block to geometry and so forth. Now that problem actually is solved. That is a manageable amount of information to learn. That is a targeted goal that we can get at. So then what we can do 
but that's all the problem is that we can turn our attention, our focus there, and we can devise strategies that actually are, because it's realistic, we can actually develop a plan to get at these things. Does this make sense, guys? I know this is a long video right now. I'm setting up the problem for you guys, and I'm taking the time to do this, and I hope you guys will be patient with me, because guys, good things from those who wait, they say that right, or things that are worthwhile, right, take a while to develop. I'm trying to walk you through the fact that in order for you to take action on anything in life, guys, we know what we should be doing, we know how to get somewhere, but we don't get there, we don't follow through on the action, we don't to walk the walk because we don't believe in that walk. And so it's so important as I want you to take action, I have to take the time to show you why that action is the way you should be taking it. And I have to change your frame of reference so that way you don't bump up against the wall of saying, wait, that doesn't make sense to me, that cognitive dissonance where I'm presenting something to you and it counters what you're used to hearing. It counters with your core beliefs about studying and so you ignore it. In order to be an efficient studier, you have to change your perspective of how you perceive the world, yourself, your studying, and how all those things come together, you have to change that perception if you're going to change your actions. Because before an action is a thought. We have to have the thought together before we can carry out the action. So this is what this video has been about, is about the thought process of it. I'm going to now, we're gonna end this video. Again, this is just the primer for this lecture series. We've now set up our foundation for us having this perspective say, okay, you know what? I wanna be an efficient student, so I'm gonna have an efficient mindset. I'm gonna stop trying to learn everything, and I'm gonna start now focusing in on how do I learn what is testable, what is on the test, and what will serve me in my career. So let's break this down, guys, systematically. Before we go, I'm gonna add this in here, before we get to part two. Where this comes from, guys, this focus on what's high yield, and a way to quantify this is the Pareto Principle. The Pareto Principle, the 80-20 rules, we call it, right? We have that. 80% of our outcomes come from 20% of our work. The point is, is that a small amount of what we do yields the biggest results for us. So if we can focus our energy on that small part there, that allows us to do less work and get more utility and have less waste. So that's our ideal approach to study. An extreme of the 80-20 is to do another 80-20. So 80% of 20 is 4%. So it's a four and 6%. So now we're doing a four and 96% for my math people out there. So instead of saying, I'm gonna do focus on 20% that gets me the biggest yield, I'm gonna focus on the 4% that gets me the biggest yield. And when it comes to studying, if we can have our mindset and our perspective there of as we're studying saying, listen, what is the 4% that gets me the A? What is the 4% that advances my career? We will find ourselves identifying the most high yield because even the most high yield there is a hierarchy the most high yield topics but then in those topics we will find ourselves getting to them faster so we are studying less and truly getting better grades this 80 20 principle and as part of that guys I mentioned this overwhelm that comes over us as an extension of that and what happens when we try to learn everything when we are overwhelmed when we have no plan is that we are trying to brute force our way through it and we are rushing through the process and for so many students, their mindset, their goal is about getting through material. They pride themselves on how much they read every day. They pride themselves on how fast they watch lectures. We've got to change that. And instead, we want to look at ourselves and say, wait a minute, it's not about how fast I get through things. It's not about how much I get through today. It's about how much I learn today. We want our actual learning to be high yield because to say I sat at a desk all day or to take pride in I was in the library all day is not the right objective, is not the thing to take pride in. What is to take pride in is say, listen, I left the library today better than when I got there. When I left the library, I was more informed. I was more enlightened. I was more prepared for my upcoming exam. If you are not more prepared after your study session, you are failing no matter how much time you spent there. And that's the frustrating thing because you're like, man, I spent all this time, where is my result? 
we've got to change our frame of reference and say, forget that. Talk about everything. Talk about rushing through. I don't want to get through everything. I want to get through what matters. I want to learn it, man. I want to have it with me. You know, there's only one chapter today, and it's one of the things. It's funny. Don't get my five pillars of studying. Let's get better grades. And anytime you learn something that's new and it's comp, like new and that's it's difficult, right? It's new to you. Like, oh, I don't know how to use this, this tool. It takes longer. So we'll get my five pillars system, and at first, like. Dr. P, it's taking me all these hours to read one chapter. I'm like, it's okay, trust the process. Then a couple weeks go by and like, Dr. P, I'm reading these chapters fast, I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah, keep going, keep going. And then you fast forward a month, I'm like, holy smokes, Dr. P, not only am I learning more, but I'm doing it in a faster way. This is incredible. I'm glad I stuck with it. It's that approach of understanding, okay, listen, it's not about getting through, it's about doing things right and doing things well. We want to focus on not getting through, but on learning. We all right, is everybody with me? Like this video right now. We're going on 20 minutes here. I'm gonna to get to this real quick, but I want you guys to have understanding of this. We have to walk through it. We want to be asking ourselves key questions so we can be effective. When it comes to our time and how we're spending time, it's not about getting through, it's about learning. Remembering this four to 96% principle, meaning so many students spend such long hours in the library because they're trying to brute force, they're trying to learn everything, they're trying to do everything, they're trying to leave no stone unturned. But instead, what I want you guys to do is say, listen, of all these hours I spent studying, if I spent six hours studying, I want you to look at that study and say, wait, how much of that was highly focused? How much of that time was productive? How much of that time did I spend out here in space looking around on my social media, or how much of that time was actually focused? So this is all where identifying high yield topics doesn't start with, oh, how we read. It starts with a mindset shift and it starts with an allocation of our studying and our timing and how we're doing it and understanding it's not about getting through it's about learning when we go in we have this focus this perspective this intention to actually learn the material and if we can just do that guys if we just shift that it changes our studying dramatically guys so i want you guys to internalize this today say no more in the comment box below i want you guys to comment say no more if you are going to make a commitment to say i will no longer be led blindly by my hope Hopelessness. I will no longer try to learn everything. No more, no more, no more. That way I can actually know more, K-N-O-W, right? We wanna know more and we wanna stop doing all the stuff that's holding us back, making us inefficient, guys. So this is part one. We're gonna do four or five parts of this, but I wanna make sure that we're giving each part its justified time so you guys can have an understanding of this. Have I convinced you now about how your perspective was wrong or how many of us have a skewed, off, altered, failing mindset, failing perspective as it comes to what is high yield and how we approach our studying. It's not about trying to learn everything because that's overwhelming. That's hopelessness. That's despair. That's leading us to a pathway where we try to brute force, try to do more to get less. We got to flip it and we've got to say, no, I'm not trying to learn everything. I'm trying to learn what is testable, what is useful to me in my career. And by honing now down onto these things, I want to have that perspective like that's what I want to do. And I want to formalize my strategies towards that. And I want to allocate my time such that I'm using my time wisely to get at those things and not everything else. And with that frame set up, we are now ready to dive into the meat of the how to get at this in the following videos. So I want you guys to make sure you tune in for this series. If you've enjoyed this, if you've shifted, like this video right now and I want you to tune in. I'll put the links below to the other videos in this series. So check the description box below and let's get at it guys. Let's keep learning going. I'll see you over in part two of this series on how to identify what's high yield, how to know what to study and how to become a better student, get better grades in less time guys. So thank you so much for joining me. I'm Dr. Andre Pinesett and as always, if you have a question, get to my website, ask Dr. Pinesett, leave me a voicemail like Stuart has just done. Stuart, there's so much good stuff coming for your answer.
Get at me, y'all. Everyone have a great day. How do we always end? It's on the shirt. No excuses, just dominant, guys. I'll see you next time. That's it for another episode of the Study Doc Show. Show your love by smashing the like button and commenting in the box below. Today is the day, guys. No more excuses, no more complaining. You're going to take your future into your own hands. You're going to dominate. You're going to be successful. I challenge you. What are you going to do today to make your life better? Get to my website, thestudydoc.com. Grab a free ebook, sign up for a free webinar. And if you're really ready to transform, enroll in one of my life changing courses or coaching programs. You have greatness inside you. Let me show you how to unlock it so you can dominate and make your dreams a reality. No excuses, just dominate.